Hi everyone, my name is Rochelle and I hope you've all had a opportunity to listen to my intro. But as stated, my name is Rochelle and I would like to start today by sharing a bit about myself, about who I am, how I started in care. Just just a journey for me. So my journey actually started in a medium-sized care home in Ealing, not far from where I'm living now. We were supporting residents who had both nursing and residential needs. And we had we had a good team. We had a diverse um, care um, care team. But I remember when I walked on the floor, when I walked in the building for the first time, I had zero, 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 zero care knowledge. I knew nothing about care. And I was placed with Mama Tande, the South African nurse who um, we all grew to love dearly. She was an old-fashioned nurse and she trained me for one week. Mama Tande knew what good care looks like. She knows how she she knows how to um, you know just do stuff with with style and and pride. <laughs> I, I and. Looking back, I am grateful, actually, that I started with her and and that she taught me. She was one of those um, nurses that she became like a mother to a lot of us. And a lot of us actually looked up to her and respected her so much. She knew how to evidence good practice. And she had a passion for care and she also had a passion for people. One week, two weeks leading on... I just suddenly felt a passion just ignited within me and I realized that I found something that I love and I was determined that I was going to develop my skills I was going to develop my skills um, you know I'm, I'm just going to develop myself because I found what I love and I'm going to do it and I started reading everything every material I could get my hands on I, I, I started reading it when I went to training Everything that was shared during the training, I would sit there and unknown to everyone else in that room, I would practically be thinking, how am I going to implement that in my role? Going back to work tomorrow or, you know, whatever day I would be returning back to work. How can I put this into practice? And I would go back, I would read over my notes, I would train myself again. There There were some cases where I would even write out because I was determined that I was going to learn and I was going to keep that knowledge because I found something that I love. And I went on to becoming one of the best carers we had in that organization. I worked as a carer for some time and then suddenly the opportunity arrived for me to apply for the role of a senior. And I sent in my letter, I was shortlisted and I was excited. But suddenly there comes a challenge. The challenge is I have worked night as a carer. I was a confident carer. I was really good at working as a carer, working night. I was really good at what I was doing. I was already being seen and and, and picked out by my peers as a leader because they saw that I wouldn't shy away from the difficult situation. I would go forward. I wasn't afraid of supporting the residents who presented challenging behaviour. I never looked at who I was working with the next day. I never looked at the rotor to see, oh gosh, who am I working with? Because I just I was just able to build a rapport with the staff. And I had good relationship with the residents. And even families I had good relationship with. 
So my, you know, my, my colleagues, they saw something in me that showed leadership. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't really thinking about it. I just loved what I, what I was doing. But when I, um, when I applied for this role, and I realized that, oh my goodness, medication. I had the theory side. I read it. I'd already read everything you could think of regarding medication. I had um, sort of classroom um, sit-down training around medication, but I've never done the practical um, administration of medication. So that part was unknown to me. There was no experience or no um, the practicality of going around and supporting residents. The challenge of it was unknown. And I was given a date to come in with two other uh, persons who had a, also applied for the role of a senior to come in for day of training. So I turned up on time for the training, the time that was given to me and the date. And when I walked in the room, I saw the senior who was um, giving us the training and the two other staff. I walked into a room uh, <laughs> for a session that I could clearly see had already happened. And I thought, oh, so, you know, in my mind, like, oh, what? They went ahead and they did the training without me. I thought they said the training was at this time. So that was in my head, never came up my mouth. So I looked at the senior and I looked him straight in the eyes because one thing is that I wasn't afraid of, um, you know, challenging individuals in the right way, but I felt that it wasn't... Um, it wasn't the right place to challenge there and then and, and I, I never felt that I had to challenge that I just I just knew that I was done wrong and I never wanted to be bitter because I was also um, thankful that I was shortlisted because I have never done a day shift before I've always done night so I looked him in the eyes and he saw my unspoken facial expression he, he you know he understood every word I said even without saying anything and he said sorry he said I'm so sorry um, I'm really, and I, and I said, that's fine. But before I walked away, something came back to me that, hold on. You see, my mindset was different. My mindset is that whatever is mine, is mine and I will get. And I don't need to chase or fight with others to um, make myself be known or to get something else. Because if it's mine, I will get it. I don't, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't put effort in what we want to accomplish, but I'm saying that we don't need to compete against others in the sense wherein we're fighting and, you know, we're pulling each other down and we're being unkind to someone else to get what you want because that's wrong. So I remember that I came with some information that I wanted to share with them because I read up some information around medication. I read up around leadership because obviously we were going for an interview. And I shared it and then I walked out and I went home. I just felt so good. I felt good because I walked out and I wasn't bitter. And I know they felt bad because the next week, uh, one of the senior who was a bit um, uh, more experienced compared to the other senior who was going to train us, came over to me and he said, Rochelle, he said, if you're, if the interview was only based on theory by far you have gotten the job but he said something else he said but the practical is, a, is as important as the theory and nugget guys that was nugget to me I was determined there and then that I was going to stay back when I need to and come to work on my days off 
to improve my skills. You see, we cannot blame others for her shortage, areas where we're lacking. You cannot blame someone else for skills that you need to develop. You need to find ways to develop those skills. You need to put the effort and the time in. And if the person who is teaching you is being a bit nasty, it's okay. Shut your mouth a bit, get what you need to get, and be thankful. Be thankful for what they're teaching you. I'm not saying that you shouldn't tell someone that they've been rude, but sometimes we need something. And even before we get what we want, we're fighting. We're fighting with every single person. Fighting, fighting, fighting. No, you want it, you go and get it. You make the time and the effort. You be there. You be there even before the person who is teaching you because it is you who is lacking in that area and it is you who is in need of the knowledge. So I did that. And guys, can I say, I went in for the interview. I came up and talked. It's about, I think that day, about um, seven seven of us were interviewed that day because it, it's, it's, you know, it's, a, it's a good size home and, and um, I believe that there was two, two positions for this. There were about seven of us. But out of the seven staff who were interviewed, I came out and told. And I was told that I came out and told. But even though I was given the job, I remember there was a remark that was made by one of my um, my manager, not 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 my main manager, oh, the manager of the home then, um, you know, and and and, I, and he knows that I I admire him so much. Um, he is a really good manager. And he's fair, uh, and that's what I liked about him. He was very, very fair. But one of our manager there um, said that, you know, I shouldn't have gotten the job. But you know what? That manager later get to know me, and she saw the way that I worked. She saw, and we built a very, very good relationship. And today, she's one of my greatest cheerleaders. She always encouraged me. Um, you know, whenever, whenever she see anything with my name on it, she she's always there. So. Sometimes the way you start with an individual uh, may not be the way you end. And sometimes individuals may make certain remarks about you. It is in your hands to prove them wrong. Or, it's, or it is in your hands to actually show who you are, not maliciously, but just be, be who you are. Because along the way, individuals will gradually get to know you and see that your intentions are right. Okay? I just wanted to throw that one out there because I know sometimes for a lot of people, you know, they may feel that they are being mistreated in their workplaces and they're being undermined. Just keep doing what you're doing. And even if no one recognises you, just being, just keep on being true to yourself. Okay? I'm saying, I went in, I went in for the interview and I came out on top. But not only that, I started training even those who were training me. The person who was to train me that day, um, when I went in for the inter- for the medication training, I became someone that he would ask, he would talk to about certain things. So don't allow people to stop you from accomplishing your dreams. You see, when I entered care, I had no experience. I had zero, zero experience. But I was determined to develop my skills. And that passion took me from a carer, took me to senior team leader, took me to deputy care um, manager, deputy. I went on to becoming a registered manager. I even had the opportunity to co-chair the local provider forum for registered managers. 
um, who oversaw nursing and residential home. I mean, it took me on a journey, but I was determined that I wasn't going to stay where I started. And today, here I am. I am helping others. Helping others to develop their skills, to develop their services. I just want to encourage you. I don't know where you are at this present moment. But develop yourself. Be confident in who you are. Be passionate about who you are. And whatever is it that you want to accomplish, go for it. Don't give up. Don't let anyone tell you that you can't. And as I said in my intro, that care is a passion. Working in care for me isn't just a job, it is a passion. And I want to see our care service develop. And I believe together we can do it. And I believe together we will do it. So I hope you'll have a wonderful day today. And thank you for listening. safe and you've been looking after yourself. Today I want to take time to reflect. COVID-19 have affected every person listening to me today, whether it be directly or indirectly. We've all been affected by um, just this unforeseen, unprecedented event has completely changed our world, it's changed our lives, changed the way we've done things. And so today, today's theme is just talking, just let's talk. So, I know for many of us, we've lost friends, we've lost families, we've lost neighbours, some services, we have lost service users. And some have lost some very dear loved ones, persons who they love very much. And I am aware that for a lot of our healthcare workers and key workers, slowing down and taking time to talk through your experiences and your emotion, maybe something you have not been able to do due to the pressure or you know the increased workload that accompanies your role. But I want to firstly say thank you. That you guys have been our heroes, working effortlessly, um, you know, to save lives and to keep our society moving and going. However, looking after your mental well-being, it is essential. And I just want to just share a few tips with you today. So today's talking it's about um, you know looking after yourself during this pandemic and building those strong communication bridges staying connected with those individuals who mean so much to you and those individuals who are in your life for reason people who are around you people you can talk to so don't shut yourself away so stay connected Stay connected with friends and families. Have a video call, text messages, share some, share video diaries. What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Share it with your family. 
families talk about it talk over the phone i personally prefer to have a phone call i prefer someone calling me i know some people may like to have a text um you know some people may prefer someone texting them and asking them how they're doing but i think it's nothing like having a call having someone calling you and say hey how are you doing go for a walk the fresh air oh my the therapy of nature isn't that beautiful just to go out and just get some fresh air try something new a new hobby talk about your emotions as i said today's about talking it's about sharing how you're feeling talk about how you're feeling discuss what's going on with your family share what all the things that you're thinking in your head share it with your families and friends don't hide away don't hide away your emotions because if you do that they will reappear you know every now and then and you will feel those emotions those emotions that you try to push away those thoughts that you don't want to deal with talk to someone listen to positive things listen to those who will be able to encourage you motivate you especially during this time you need to listen to things that will build you up and be positive yourself be a motivation to someone else who is it needs to be who needs to hear something motivational from you who do you need to encourage in this season and if you're struggling you know to deal with maybe the loss of a friend or of a loved one there are services available to help and just to name a few we've got the NHS mental health we've got cruise bereavement care carers uk counseling nhs the samaritan helpline every mind matters those are just a few out there but there's more get in touch with your local authority find out what they've got available to support you take time to look after yourself what works for you this is different for everyone else we all deal with things differently remember it is human to feel loss and to be sad over the death of someone you love take time to grieve caring for yourself build resilience remember caring for yourself build resilience you matter you matter so look after yourself and remember talk talk to your friends talk to your neighbors stay connected especially during this pandemic you matter so enjoy your day and have a wonderful week and thank you so much for supporting and listening to um this podcast